You see, happiness is a choice, a decision, a decision we have the power to make right now, regardless of our life circumstance. Welcome to the Impact Entrepreneur Show. My name is Mike Flynn, and I'm stoked you've decided to join me on this journey to bring about a massive and positive change in the lives of others. Every week, you're going to join me behind closed doors where I will introduce you to entrepreneurs, leaders, and innovators from a variety of industries to learn how their contributions are impacting the lives of others and how they are having a game-changing impact in the world. Thanks for investing your time with me today. Now, Grace for Impact. The pursuit of happiness is a funny thing. First of all, there is the pursuit, the chase, the hunt. We mistakenly believe we can call it in like a hunter calls in its prey. But happiness is like a mythical creature that evades our every grasp. Just when we think we have a hold of it, poof, it's gone and we are left looking into our empty hands wondering what happened, where did I go wrong, and what do I need to do to get it back? But is what I've described the reality or simply what we have come to believe? If it's real, then we're all screwed. But fortunately, I do not believe that this is our reality. And I do believe that we can take hold of happiness anytime we choose. Emphasis on the word choose. Life is a series of choices, and we'll talk more about that in a minute. No matter our life circumstance, the one last human freedom no one can take from you is the ability to choose your attitude. This comes from Viktor Frankl's famed book, A Man's Search for Meaning. This guy was successful by all accounts. He had a business, he had money, he had a family he loved, and he was about to add to that family with a firstborn child. Then. With the flip of a switch, evil interrupted his beautiful life. The Nazis kidnapped Victor and his family, and shortly thereafter murdered his wife, unborn child, and parents, and he remained in the Nazi concentration camp for two years. This is enough to break anyone. And yet, in the midst of these trials and tribulations, he maintained this powerfully positive outlook. It begins with defining what happiness is or addressing what we think of as happiness. And maybe we need to address it with a new name, fulfillment. We can find fulfillment in a number of ways, but the fastest, most sustainable way to live a life of fulfillment is to do work with a purpose, to help others get what they want. And as Zig Ziglar said, if you help others get what they want in life, then you can get pretty much anything you want in life. So. What is it that we are pursuing? For the most part, we are inundated with pictures and images of people pursuing financial or material reward. Don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with money or having a nice home or driving a fancy car. I like money. Money is good. Money can do incredible things. Money can be fun. But money is a mere reflection of the impact and the value we are having in the lives of others. In fact, money empowers us to be able to serve others greater. And as Mark Cuban once said, if you're not happy before you had all of those things, the car, the house, the pool, the money, then you still won't be happy after you have all of those things. So let's test this for a moment. Let's pause 
Let's get to a quiet place and close our eyes. And imagine we now have all the money we could ever need. Now you can do whatever you want and still have money left over. Are you happy? Perhaps for a moment, but what about your self-esteem? Are you suddenly more confident? Has your negative self-talk gone away? All of those self-image problems? How about your relationships? Any broken relationships still out there? Has all this money attracted the best, highest quality people into your life? Or do you now worry that people might seek to take advantage of you and your success? You see, happiness is a choice, a decision, a decision we have the power to make right now, regardless of our life circumstance. And over the past several weeks, we have had leading experts from from a wide array of industries confirm and reiterate the same thing. We kicked things off with Cheryl O'Loughlin, the former CEO of Cliff Bar and author of Killing It, an entrepreneur's guide to keeping his head without losing their heart. And from the outside looking in, one could easily assume that Cheryl had every reason to be happy. Phenomenal job, great career, great trajectory, making great money, launching a successful $70 million offshoot brand of Cliff Bar. She had all the success we imagine we could want for ourselves, but it came at a great cost, one that nearly took her life. But it was because she had surrounded herself with an awesome community of family, entrepreneurs, and leaders that she was able to see that she needed to make change, and so she made a choice. She chose to step back, slow down, and reinforce the things that matter most to her her family, her health, and her friendships. We moved on from Cheryl, and we had two episodes with the hilarious J.P. Sears. And he provided us not only with laughter, but also with great insight about our potential and the fact that cultivating our greatness begins with belief. Namely, the simple belief that we each were created to do more than we are capable of imagining. What follows is taking small steps into our greatness and our potential by doing things we've never done before and savoring the moment we accomplish what it is that we set out to do. It's worth noting that we don't celebrate enough. We don't take time to rejoice in our small victories. It's like once we've hit a goal, it's on to the next thing. So ask yourself this question, who are you racing against and why? And oh yeah, don't forget to create opportunities to laugh, especially at yourself as we know that JP enjoys laughing at all of us along the way as well. Greatness is another topic we talked a lot about during the happiness series. And this thing, this thing called greatness, can also appear to be a mythical creature that eludes our grasp. But Doug Kistian, the author of Rethink Happy, challenged us to rethink happiness and in doing so, accomplish great things by living a life of virtue. Now, virtue is an old-school word that isn't tossed around entrepreneurial circles like hustle and grind and scale. It should be a word that is tossed around and prolific and seen everywhere because it means to do the common uncommonly well. So if you are living a life of virtue, you are doing the common uncommonly well. But Doug wasn't talking about scaling or hustling or grinding. Rather, he was talking about love and patience and prudence and courage, and justice. If you think about it, these virtues are all things that are given away. And that is the very thing that ultra-successful entrepreneurs and leaders and innovators do. 
they give. And they give and they give. And in fact, sometimes they even give with a childlike nature, which takes us to our next guest, the founder of an organization called Escape Adulthood. Do you remember when you were a kid how bad you wanted to be an adult? All the freedom adulthood would provide you. We can look back at those times and laugh because the reality of adulthood is completely different than what we envisioned it would be like as kids. But now that we are adults, does it mean that we can't engage in our childlike nature from time to time? That we can't have fun and goof off and goof around and and be kind of childlike? There's a difference between being childlike and being childish. Think about it. Among other things, children are creative, insightful, they speak their minds, and they love unconditionally. Can we do that? Can we be creative? Can we be insightful? Can we speak our mind? Can we love unconditionally? Can we look at the world around us and see it as full of opportunity to create and to build relationships? But kids also love to play. And one of the keys to happiness is getting out there and scheduling regular time to have fun with friends and family. And Jason and his organization, Escape Adulthood, they have all kinds of great ideas and tools and tactics to make this happen. One of which is something that you could do with your family called the Barbarian Spaghetti Dinner, which I am totally going to do with my family this summer outside, of course, but it's going to be hilarious. So as you think about happiness, fulfillment, and greatness, let us think about the experiences, the laughter, and the impact we will have and are having in the lives of others. Let us look at our failures not as setbacks, but rather as happy accidents that make room for new opportunity. Now, until next time, go make an impact.